Welcome to the Semicolon Club podcast. Funny name, serious podcast. In each episode, we focus on topics relevant to those living with colon cancer. It is our goal to inspire and encourage you during your fight and to provide hope throughout your journey. The show is not just for patients, but for survivors, caregivers, family, and friends as you navigate this journey together. Stay tuned. On today's podcast, we are so happy to have with us Miss Karen Edwards from UAB. Karen is a certified wound ostomy continence nurse. She's been at UAB for 21 years, and she's been in the nursing profession for almost 23 years. I became a nurse when I was 30, so I had taught high school and done some other things, and then I went back for nursing, and um, I was always interested in wounds. I I guess I'm weird like that, but, you know, (laughs) I know I have job security because nobody else wants my job. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, it always impressed me how that you can make somebody's life better if you yes. could, one, heal their wounds or, yes. uh, you know, not let them be smelly, stinky, or draining. Right. And, and then the ostomy portion of it is to make people feel comfortable in their own skin with their new body part. Having an ostomy is not something that everybody strives to have, you know. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, you're basically pooping in a bag on your belly. And it is a, you know, body image issue yes. for a lot yes. of people. To me, the attitude of most people that had colon cancer, bladder cancer, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's like, this is my second chance. Yes. And I can deal with the power. At UAB, uh, we have six colorectal surgeons. So we have ostomies. They run a special every month, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. But it's like, yeah. you know, so and there's. Uh, 12, 12 WOCNs, wound ostomy continence nurses. There's uh-huh. 12 of us now during the week. And I, when I started, there was two. So oh, wow. I'm just telling you, it's my, my, and I'm now the team lead. So mm-hmm. I guess cause I'm, you know, aged out, <laughs> I've got the age for it, but you know, what we try to instill in them is that I am now your person. You're my person and I'm your person. Yes. So yes. When, when you get home. I always tell them, anything on the outside, call me. Anything on the inside, call the doctor. Yes, yes. So that way I said, and even if you think, you know, there is no stupid question if you don't know the answer. So call me. I don't care how trivial you think it is. That's what I do for a living. And I'm here to help you and support you. And so, and that's to me, my ostomy patients basically make my job makes me happy to be doing my job yeah makes you enjoy makes you enjoy what you're doing right if i can get somebody to allay their fears and talk to people post-op i mean i'll talk to them pre-op a lot of times we get to see them and mark mark the spot for surgery so that we get a good spot that they can see and and be able to manage their own pouch and um i'll have people going like well i'm gonna let my wife do it or I'm gonna let my husband do it, and I'm like, your husband didn't wipe your butt when you didn't, right. you know. You know, right. it's the same thing. It's like this is your new part, and yes. you need to you need to take care of it. Yeah. And I said, I don't mind in the beginning that they help you take care of it because it's all new and fresh, and they're yes. not as emotional about it. Your your spouse 
They're usually not as emotional about it as the actual patient themselves. Oh, yes, definitely. So, and, you know, there's so many different types of pouches out there. And, you know, people go, I'm never going to have sex again. Or, you know, I'm never going to be intimate (laughs) with my spouse. And I'm like, no, definitely. It's... It doesn't interfere with that. It's only in your in your head. Right. But what I was going to mention, I don't know if, if uh, the people on the podcast know that there's a website called Ostomy Secrets, just like okay. it sounds. Okay. OstomySecrets.com. And they have underwear. They have swimsuits. They have um, vixen wraps for your intimate times that right. you can wrap around your waist and it holds the pouch and okay. it keeps it secure and uh-huh. and they have workout bands and all kind of stuff that wow. is available to make you have a better body image and feel yeah. like you can be intimate without having the pouch between you and them okay. lady that owns it her name is lisa okay. and I've, I've met her several times and she was 20 some odd years old and she had a permanent ileostomy and so for whatever reason i forgot the reason but she said she was 20 something years old and she wanted to feel sexy so she got in her sewing room and uh-huh. she started making underwear with lace and stuff and thongs yeah. and something a 20 year old would wear right. that, had, that had the pocket in it to put the pouch in. Okay. And so from there, now she's got this business and everybody that works for her has an. Oh, that's what, so they understand and can, um, can approach it. You know, it is so people approach things so differently when they have personal stake in it, you know, and, and understand the client understand what their mindset is. I think that that's wonderful. That, that I that's know. a requirement to, to work there. That's that's great. Well, look, tell them Karen sent you. She won't remember me, right? <laughs> I don't get a percentage. I don't get a kickback. So yeah, feel free. Feel free to visit the site. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Tell me, um, what are other, you know, maybe some common myths that you might like to debunk, and then what are some um, uh, other any other tips like that like that's that's wonderful I don't think I don't think people realize um, that they have those type of options out there so um, tell us what else you can think of that might be beneficial um, to our patients well so again I was talking about there were so many different kinds of pouches and yes. it's for, for every type of ostomy so okay. if you're if, if patients are having trouble with leakage uh-huh. Constantly, there is a pouch made for you, my friend. There is a pouch out there that's going to work and work every time. Now, right. <clears throat> so if you don't have an ostomy nurse that you have access to, like we give our patients our number and say, call me if you have issues, but of course yeah. they lose our card or whatever. Yes. But wherever you had your surgery, they have, hopefully, they have ostomy nurses there. Okay. And, and if not, the the major companies like Hollister, Convitec, Coloplast, those people, they have WOCNs on staff. Oh, wow. At those companies to, if you don't have anybody else to call, 
you call where you're you're they're selling you your pouch. Okay. I'll call them and ask to speak to an ostomy nurse. Okay. And, and some of the manufacturers, like where you order the stuff from, like Edge Park, McKesson, mm-hmm. uh, Byram, all these all these catalogs that you get. Uh huh. They also have some kind of ostomy nurse, hopefully available. I mean, I, they used to. You know, things have changed yeah. in, 20, in 21 years. They have moldable pouches now that you don't have to use scissors. And I know a lot of people, once you've had the ostomy and it's established, then you can get them pre-cut. Yeah. <clears throat> but some of the more odd sizes, like, because they don't, a lot of companies don't do ovals or, you know, just kind of odd-shaped stoma. They right. don't pre, They don't pre-size those. Okay. So, Convitec has moldable wafers. They have moldable convex. And I'm, I don't, I'm not getting a kickback from any of these companies. I just want yes, to lay that yes. out there, okay? Yes, yes. But there's a pouch for everybody. But to me, okay. it's like if you have an odd size ostomy, um, the moldable pouches to me are so easy because all you do is hold it over the stoma and stretch it back. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a rubberized and you stretch okay. it and then stick it to your skin. And, okay. And it snugs back up around the stoma. So a lot of times you don't even need paste. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. So those are, and you know, the Convitec one is relatively new. It's probably a year or two on the market, but it looks like a pastry yeah. that you put around the stoma and then peel and stick the pouch on top of that. Oh. A little less intimidating because a lot of times, you know, the people that are the paste, yeah, the people that, that are yeah. more elderly. And don't have the dexterity to use scissors yes. to cut the thing, yeah. you know, to cut the cut the wafer out. Uh-huh. Then, to me, the moldable is just so much easier for them. Oh, it's yes. Not as because, I mean, if you have bad arthritis, you can't even get your knuckles through the little no. scissor holders. No. So, I, mean, I mean, I've actually had to talk to a surgeon and say, you're going to have to revise that stoma. Now, you know, we have... We have been through every trick and tip and pouch and, you know, fairy dust and magic wands (laughs) and we can't get a pouch, you know, we can't get a pouch to stay on. And I said, and it's about the stoma. It's not about her skin. It's not about anything. It's about you didn't give me enough of the stoma. So, and they, you know, I've had several that took them. I said, this is a permanent ostomy. It's permanent. Now, if right. this was your mother, would you, wouldn't you take them back to surgery? Wouldn't you want somebody right. to fix them? Instead of, I said, you know, I, they told me I can't go to church. I can't go over to friends' houses. I can't right. go shopping. All I do is sit at home and leak. That is and so, uh, so sad. So I've had this man, he told he had bladder cancer, and he said, you know, I would just have rather died. Yeah. He went ahead and died than have to deal with this. And so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I approached the surgeon. I go, when an ostomy patient tells me they would have rather died with bladder cancer than live with what yeah. they're living with, yeah, that's just wrong. And so we are patient advocates, yeah, as well. I mean, it's like I'm going to stand up for the patient because I treat everybody. I try to treat everybody like my mom yes, or my dad. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's right. I would want somebody to stand up for them and do what's right. So. Absolutely. So the people that if you're having troubles and you don't have anybody else to talk to, call those companies 
yeah. and talk to one of the ostomy nurses. I'd give you my number, but you know, then y'all all call me and then I won't have time to work. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know. The UAB will be really upset with us <laughs> at that point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> then I just have to open an ostomy clinic to machine right? room, I guess. Right. <laughs> and we're we're actually working on getting an outpatient ostomy clinic. Right now we just oh, you know wow. we we only see our surgeons patients. Okay. Okay. Um as outpatients. As uh -huh. if if they're having trouble. If you're not having trouble, you don't need to see. Me. Right. You right. Know. If you want to call and chat, that's fine too. But right. you know, if you're not having any trouble, that's great. Yeah. But the resources that are out there, Princeton has um like one afternoon a week or, and I know that down in Montgomery, they're mm -hmm. at the Treadwell Wound Clinic down there. Yeah. They have one afternoon a week. Um, I think that Midwest in Birmingham, they have, they see ostomy patients at the quote wound clinic. Okay. So we're, we're trying, we're working on it, but I haven't got there yet. COVID kind of put a damper on all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And so, yes. But anyway, I just, you know, there there's things out there and there are people to reach out to if you're having difficulty. Yes. And and you can call the call the hospital where you had your ostomy and say call the main number and ask to speak to an ostomy nurse. I get yes. those cold calls. I get cold yes. calls like that. And yeah. my thing is, I had a lady that moved from up north and she had uh -huh. her surgery 20 years ago. Oh wow. You know but now she's having trouble because her body habitus has changed. She yes. had lost so much weight yes. and skin folds and she was yes. leaking. And, yeah. and, and I, I saw her because she goes, I don't, my doctor died. You know I mean? I'm right. old. I've had, right. I've had this stomach for 20 years. And um, yeah. so, so I'm not going to say no to seeing patients right. because it's about the patient. It's not yes. about, time and money and because we're free you know yes yes right we don't charge for our services to come to the clinic is there anything uh in closing today that you would like to to add um or anything you'd like to say to the folks well thank you for having me and don't just sit at home and think that there's no hope if you're leaking and um so there is hope and there is something to do so don't don't uh just sit at home and and be upset so there is something yes. something good in your future thanks so much for joining us today for the semicolon club podcast see you next time